0: understand any of that, you're a dork. The
1: right amount of drunk for this. This is serious business. Greetings, we're about to play some d d so grab a drink because this is serious business. I am Jeff, your host for this week's episode, and I am joined by a very special dudes-only panel. Yay, dudes. No oh, girls bro allowed. Bro yeah. Pfft, girls. Who needs <laughs> girls? Um, so starting off, we've got uh, Steve. Steve friend of the podcast. Steve, how's it going?
2: Hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm a little nervous. This is my first time DMing, but uh, it's going to be fun. I've got a, a nice little adventure picked out.
1: I see. Glad to hear it. So, uh, Steve, if you could be any of the traditional fantasy races, which one would you be and why?
2: Elf, because they don't die. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> so,
0: so like,
1: what, what was the deal with that? Like, I, I feel like they they died if they got hit with arrows or stabbed or anything, but they just don't age.
2: Yeah, right. They don't age; they're yeah. permanently alive.
1: And and occasionally they seem to have artifacts that randomly just are.
2: Ridiculous. And like, well, some of them could like change themselves to human form and stuff like that. But I don't like I don't know any of that stuff.
1: Yeah, I never quite got that. Got no. Nope.
0: Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's like if a genie granted that wish, you'd have to be careful because they might turn you into like the shoe cobbling elves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you just say Or the keeper elves. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. the
3: monkey paw. The genies <laughs> are usually more genial.
2: i like that genius genius.
1: and steve i know it is early but just in case what if anything are you drinking this fine morning
2: i'm staring at a kavita delicious vitality kombucha probiotic drink
1: kombucha that's basically hipster gatorade right
2: essentially yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. brooklyn back on the map
0: (laughs) exactly
1: yeah i've tried i've tried it before and it just confused me confused me so i fled (laughs) <laughs> I drank some and I just I put it down and I ran away yeah. cool well moving on we got Marcus Marcus how's it going
0: hey I'm doing pretty good
1: glad to hear it so Marcus if you could be any of the traditional fantasy races which would you be and why
0: Uh, I don't know I, I would want to be a dwarf man those guys like have you seen their cities they're so awesome
1: they're in like, like,
0: yeah but like like elven cities are all like you know like ooh look at this stuff but like dwarven cities are always massive with these huge statues and stuff like mm. Pretty awesome,
1: yeah. And occasionally you run into like streams of lava and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like like, stuff. like, like, it's
0: a, it's a, it's an altogether more awesome experience than being like a you know a pussy little elf. Can right. I say that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you, you're free to say that. I think we, we'll judge you for it, but you're free to, you're free to say it. Uh, cool. So, Marcus, I know uh, it is early, but are you drinking anything this fine morning?
0: Yes, I am. I put some gin in my orange juice because I remembered that this is serious business.
1: Glad to hear it. Good man, Marcus. Good <laughs> man. And uh, rounding out our uh, merry panel today, we have a special guest, uh, our good friend Tall. Tall, how's it going?
3: Pretty good. How are you guys?
1: Uh, doing well. I am very, very glad. Tall, Tall was a last-minute addition. We were we were down a man. Thank you so much for jumping on uh, on such short notice and uh, helping us out with this. So, uh, Tall, if you could be any of the traditional fantasy races, the Tolkien-esque fantasy races, which would you be and why?
3: I mean, of course, an elf. Like, I really don't see why there's any other option. It's like, <laughs> if you can be an elf, you become an elf. It's just, you know, they're they a pretty rare race, so it's, uh, it's not something that's easy to do. Yeah,
1: it's like, hmm... Would you rather be short, stout, and mine all the time and never see the sun, or would you rather be tall, beautiful, immortal, and just hang out in the trees all day? Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty... <laughs>
0: it's a really simple choice. Yeah, pretty simple
1: choice, <laughs> uh, I gotta say. Uh, yeah, so, but they
0: can feel emotions 20 times stronger, which feels like a curse. Mmm.
1: Uh, they get used to it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just your, it's your normal... It's your new... You gotta to think about baseball a whole lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So Tal, it is traditional to be drinking something for this is serious business. However, it is also 11 in the morning. What, if anything, are you drinking this fine morning?
3: Just completed a Gatorade. Like an actual (laughs) Gatorade.
1: An actual Gatorade, as opposed to hipster Gatorade. Precisely. Good. That sounds like not a bad call at all whatsoever. So let's see. What fantasy race would
0: I be? I'd be a be an urukai. No no, 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 no! I wouldn't
1: be. I wouldn't be a Nazgul ring wraith. I would be the dragon that they ride on.
0: Oh, Is why? Hey, why
3: wouldn't you be a legit dragon instead? Like those things are. Well, uh, legit dragons are, subserv- are awesome,
0: but. Yeah, you know,
3: I, I think... on, if you're gonna go, go all the way. Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just I feel like being creepy right now. You know, like, <laughs> it's just creepier than your your average dragon, because you never quite knew what those things were. They were just sort of like pterodactyls with like long necks.
2: You're gonna get emails telling you exactly what those are. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, <laughs> they're, ri- they're wyverns.
2: <laughs> also like
3: subservient. Don't you want to be a uh, you know master of your own domain hey
1: if I get to eat like dwarves and elves and humans I I think I I wouldn't care if I was you know being whipped around by some sort of witch king it'd be (laughs) alright
0: It, 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 they're not like it's not like they're wearing spurs or anything. They yeah, just kind they, of they just they, kind they, of know. They
1: live. It's, it's a mutual partnership.
0: Uh, it doesn't seem that way.
2: I, <laughs> I disagree vehemently. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and
1: I am drinking precious life giving water because I am not quite back to hundred percent yet, and I just think it's a good idea to stick with water for a little while. in fact going I, I have a no you
0: Guys, all suck.
1: So, um, uh, so Steve.
3: Has, has a little alcohol in it.
2: A tiny yeah, yeah. little bit, yeah.
1: So Steve has graciously agreed to DM a fun little adventure for us. So I'm going to turn it over to him and allow him to set the stage to tell us who we are and what it is we are doing.
2: Okay. So just a, a disclaimer: this is my first time DMing, so I'm going to give it my best shot. But if it's a little clunky or if it's not exactly the right way to do it. You're we'll just gonna edit it. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <edit the laughs> shit out of it. <laughs> so here we go. Okay. Gordo the boxer has just completed his latest championship bout, and he's on his way to rest at Spring Junction, the famous hot springs. As he and his cut man Vinny and his hype man Trice walk towards the path, they're wearing their towels and they're wearing their nice summery clothing. As they walk towards the gate, they notice that the town is a little bit quieter than usual. Uh, which this town is generally a bustling area, and so something has, uh, definitely there's an air of something being off.
1: Which one of us is which?
2: Jeff, you are Vinny, the cleric cut man. <laughs> Tall, you are Trice, the cleric hype man. I'm sorry, the bard hype man. And Marcus, you are Gordo, the human barbarian boxer. Alright. Gordo,
0: uh, fist pumping vigorously, steps towards the gates. Try and, try and check out what's up. Maybe, maybe some fly honeys at the Hot Springs. Maybe, that Doesn't know
2: quite what's up. There is a famous brothel at the Hot Springs.
1: <laughs> famous or infamous? Famous. Famous. Okay. famous. okay. So Vinny the Cut Man says, uh, Gordo, that was a great fight, but I wish there hadn't been so much blood it scares me.
0: Hey, 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 hey. This is what we got into this business for. Let's
2: get some food.
1: Is there, is there a place in town to get some good food?
2: There is, as you walk into the gate, again, there's nobody in the open area. There is the town hall. There is the local dumpling house. <gasps> there is a store, a spa near the hot springs to the north. The brothel, also right next to the hot springs to the north. To the left is the martial arts school. And just north of that, there's this building that's relatively freshly built that never used to be there before. Hey, ignore hey, okay, everything
3: and just go
1: get some dumplings.
0: Hey, there's no one here to greet me. That's disrespect.
1: <laughs> I changed the color of my eyes.
2: <laughs> what color would you like to change your eyes to? I would
1: like to change the color of my eyes to green.
2: Okay. So is this a permanent thing or do you have the ability to change? You, you <laughs> successfully changed the color of your eyes to green.
0: <laughs> All right. I love together? being a cleric. With with my boxing gloves still on, I will punch open the the dumpling
2: doors. (laughs) Okay, I'm rolling athletics. Oh, you successfully punch open the dumpling house doors. Wham! Get me in there.
3: Mixing all our good rolls on stupid shit.
2: As you walk into the dumpling house, everybody—and by everybody, we mean about four people—turn their heads and whip them towards you, including the uh, chef behind the counter working his walk. Hey. you uh, <laughs> and that's not a metaphor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you walk in, Ruffles, everybody turns dude. towards you, and you hear people start to whisper to your immediate left. Uh, uh,
1: can I listen to what they're whispering?
2: No, using we're too my, using we're my uh,
1: too
3: my high head. on uh, high on victory, we just want food. Oh, okay. We ignore all danger. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> <much>. <laughs> is
2: there, is there, is all there right. a check for ignoring danger? <laughs> no, you just ignore the danger. Go ahead. Uh, what, did you, what would you like to do next? You're inside the dumpling shop, a famous dumpling, dumpling house.
1: How many uh, dumplings would you like, Gordo?
0: Yeah, get me all the dumplings. No one else gets dumplings. They're not winners.
1: Who would like <laughs> a dozen dumplings?
2: Okay. A dozen <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yo, yo, Vinny, Vinny that's weak <laughs> Vinny walks up to the uh, <laughs> Vinny walks up to the uh, counter and says I'd like a dozen dumplings please I suppose <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the chef stops what he's doing looks around up looks left looks up again looks left again and says what kind of dumplings
1: um, I changed the color of my eyes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what color would you like to change your eyes to?
1: Bright red.
2: Bright red. You successfully changed the color of your eyes to red. <laughs> and I say,
1: your best kind of dumplings.
2: Ah, uh, he says, well, we do have our famous uh, pork and chive dumplings, but we also have our famous duck with uh, moushu sauce dumplings. And we also have our world famous soup dumplings, the Hot Springs Soup Surprise.
1: Uh, we would like the hot spring soup surprise
2: okay <laughs> world famous, uh, of
1: course
2: he says all right I'll put them in and I'll get them to you as soon as possible 12 hot spring soup surprise and you hear him go And A little bit of a bustle behind him Gordo looks around
0: to see what the other patrons are doing
3: Uh, Uh, I ask about beverages that are available.
2: (laughs) D&D restaurant edition. We're rolling perception for uh, what are the people doing. Okay, so you notice that uh, there's one elderly couple sitting and eating at the table, sort of looking a little downtrodden, looking not particularly happy, just silently eating and not even talking to each other. You notice there's a person in the corner just eating by herself, and she's sitting there, and you can sort of faintly hear some sniffling coming around that area. And everybody's basically quiet and this is a huge dumpling house and there's very, very few patrons. Trice uh, inquires about the beverages. Uh, You go up to the chef again, or you go up to the counter person again, and you ask uh, what kind of beverages there are. And he says, all we have is water now. We used to have the most famous ales, the most famous spirits, but unfortunately it's just water now. I say that
3: that must be why everybody is so sad here, despite the fact that Gordo,
2: (laughs) the great, is here. He looks at you and sort of very, very, very slightly nods his head.
0: Gordo would like to approach the young lady.
2: Okay. Young (coughs) lady. She looks up from her uh, pork and chive dumplings. Hey,
0: hey, hey, baby doll, why you down.
2: And she looks up at him and uh, she sniffles and says, no reason.
0: Hey, 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 ain't nobody lied to Gordo like that.
2: <laughs> what up? Uh, are you uh, rolling intimidation? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says, "Really, I, 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 can't tell you. I'm sorry. I can't. I just, I
0: can't." Hey, do you know who you're speaking to?
2: Yes. <laughs> I just can't.
0: All right. Uh, roll persuasion.
2: Uh, hold on. I I I use no. We did this. Gordo rolls persuasion. (laughs) Uh, No, I use guidance to help him.
1: Can I? I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You want to use um guidance to help him?
1: Yeah, I'm allowed to do that, right?
2: Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, hold on. Let him roll persuasion. Okay. Plus guidance. Uh, she's not persuaded. <laughs> she just goes, please don't hurt me. I run has to
3: reputation, and
1: I... I, I so, so I, I, I come gently, up and I, I say, say... Hey, the dumplings are almost ready and sort of move him away from this young woman that he's badgering. <laughs>
0: hey, 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 Why are you all bonds? Well, you want some food, right? All right, all right. But we're, we're going to get to the bottom of why, 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 why this little doll's all sad and stuff.
1: All right. Um... I'm not a doll! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can i take a look around the the room uh, namely the ceiling area just see
2: I, <laughs> ceiling <not necessarily> area <laughs> what general area of the ceiling do you want to look at uh
1: the area that the chef looked when i was speaking to him earlier you okay. said he glanced upwards i want to see if he was looking at anything
2: sure <laughs> you successfully see that there's something a little bit off on the tiles, it looks kind of just like bad construction. One of the tiles a little jilted, the other tiles is a little cracked, but nothing particularly untoward.
1: Gotcha. All right. Well, I shrug my shoulders and I uh, <laughs> sit down and wait for my dumplings. <laughs> all right, soup dumplings are ready.
3: Okay, we get the dumplings. I will eat all the dumplings. Yes. God damn it, well, Gordo! If you're going to well, eat all the dumplings, you should have told us in advance so we could order some of our own. Gordo
2: wolf
0: down
3: all
2: you down. Winner. Gordo wolf down all the dumplings. And he immediately is poisoned. Yep.
1: <laughs> I had a feeling that would happen, I
0: say.
2: Bordeaux is now poisoned, which means you roll disadvantage on all your checks.
1: <laughs> um, I, can I cure wounds for poison? Does that work?
2: No, but you do have, You can use medicine to try and cure him.
1: Do I have medicine? Yeah, I would, I would like to do that.
2: Yep, okay. Uh, you have smelling salts. Would you like to use smelling salts to try and cure him?
1: <laughs> is that the only medicine I have?
2: No, you also have some, like... Uh, Stuff to stop bleeding, and yes, you have an anti-vomit uh, medicine.
1: Is, is, is he vomiting. vomiting?
2: He's very sick. He hasn't vomited yet. Do I have? But his, do I have uh, a vomit... stomach? Is in an incredible amount of pain. Do
1: I have a vomit-inducing thing?
2: Uh, uh sure.
1: Uh, all right, I take him uh, over to. Is there is there a waste receptacle of any kind nearby? <laughs> Some place for him to appropriately vomit.
2: You hear uh, whispering starting to come from the kitchen. Hmm.
1: Oh
3: yeah.
2: I head over to the kitchen while uh,
3: while they take care of Gordo. I'm going to
1: induce some vomiting.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm going to go with the vomiting in the middle of the room. Just, so, just do it uh, on the lady's lap, you know. So good shit. Uh, so Vinny,
2: Vinny takes Gordo over to uh, tra- the trash receptacle and begins to tr- attempt to induce vomiting. He very successfully induces the vomiting. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Let's see if the Trice goes over. The nope. Trice goes over to the counter and goes to try and talk to the man at the counter. He's no longer there, and he hears something whiz by his face and stick into the wall. Bitches! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
3: look to try to see where, what, uh, who threw the thing that whizzed by me and stuck to the wall.
2: Okay. So roll perception. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> as he looks up to try and see what whizzed by him, something whizzes and sticks right into his shoulder. God damn it! It's <laughs> taking, and he... Okay, it hits, it hits very hard, and it's starting to really sting, and his right arm is going numb.
3: I check to see if it's
2: poisoned. Okay. Uh, you check, and it is not poisoned, but it must have hit something that is making your arm turn a little numb.
0: Shit.
3: <laughs> uh, I <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna use vicious mockery on the person who threw it at me.
2: You didn't notice the person that looked at uh, you. In fact, when you tried to notice, you got hit. You rolled away. Okay, wand, then right? I know. Uh,
3: okay. <laughs> I uh, I try to see who hit me again. All right. No, you
2: idiot. <laughs> uh let's see what your perception is. You successfully see that it's coming from one of the cracks in the ceiling. You notice a little blow dart. A gun <laughs> up in the crack. You, a little blow dart gun up in the crack in the ceiling, and it is aiming and not moving away. Okay, so I
3: uh, attempt to roll under a table. Okay, acrobatics.
2: Oh, you roll the deftest fucking roll <laughs> 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 under a you table. You are so under there. <laughs> yeah. you roll a deft roll. You are under a table, and not only have you rolled under the table, you were able to. Tilt a table so that Gordo and Vinny are protected as well as he's still heaving his guts out in the corner.
0: Um, there,
2: there,
1: Gordo. It'll be fine. I'll hold your hair.
3: How are my healing abilities? Like, uh, if uh I were you to have
2: tri- healing words that you can use. Yeah, your but speech. I
3: mean, if I were to uh, just medicine, how's my uh?
2: Your your wisdom is not great, so medicine's not particularly good for you.
3: Okay, so uh, I. However,
2: Vinny's wisdom is amazing.
3: Yeah, I was just going to say I asked Vinny to, to come take a look at my okay, so
2: As Vinny and control. Gordo are pinned behind a table, you are also pinned underneath the table, avoiding this blow dart gun. You hear a... Wait, <laughs> I thought I moved the table. So it's, that...
1: it's two different tables. It's two different tables? You, two you different kicked tables, a table and, and rolled yeah. under one. As we're okay. doing
2: your roll, you did a neat little kick that pushed a table to protect them while you. Because you're by the counter, which is to the uh, north, and they are in the corner, which is in, like the southwest of the building.
0: Hey, 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 Tris, where's it coming from?
2: Uh,
3: I tell them that it's coming from the ceiling. There's a little blow dart gun that's shooting at us.
0: What is the heaviest thing next to me? <laughs> <The girl. laughs> no, no, don't throw
1: the
2: girl. Uh, he does really think. He has low intelligence, guys. Come There's on. Also chairs. There's also chairs nearby. <laughs> I am for the girl. No. All right. Don't you dare uh, throw uh, the is, is there silverware? <laughs> There is silverware on the tables, but it's chopsticks. <sighs> okay, I will throw
0: a chair at the ceiling.
2: Okay, you throw a chair at the ceiling. <laughs> you successfully hit the ceiling, creating a larger crack. The blow dart gun recedes back up, and you can see somebody's leg kind of like swing down, trying to like feverishly grasp to not fall down. <laughs> Yo, get him, <'em>, boys!
3: <laughs> okay, I use vicious mockery to. <laughs>
1: Okay. To, uh, I changed the uh, color of my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> All
2: right, what color do you want to change your eyes to? No, I, uh, I
1: instead of doing that, I fire my hand crossbow at the leg.
2: Okay, so you fire your hand crossbow at the leg. You hit the uh, little dude in the leg. Whoa, that must have been
0: a difficult ass shot. Yeah,
2: yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You hit him in the leg. Uh, it barely glances off his ankle though, and he just go. You just hear like, oh, oh the fucker! And he, uh, he continues to uh, scramble. This, in, this thing continues to scramble. So I use the vicious mockery is... on the guy
3: using my microphone to amplify. All right, uh,
2: using your megaphone, your wooden megaphone to uh, amplify. <laughs> you uh, hurl insults at the, uh, at the leg. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we need to hear what the insults at the leg right. are. All right, would you
0: like to say the insults, Christ? Uh Your mama ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. for <laughs> he attempts to uh insult the leg's mother. <laughs> oh, and nothing happens. The uh the little guy's or the little leg is still just like scrambling up.
1: Is the leg um
2: The way you're say, talking about this leg makes me it sound like it's disembodied. <laughs> is
1: the leg say... That's all
2: um, you know something else going on? You hear scrambling, but the leg is the only thing poking down through this crack.
1: Yeah. Is the leg say uh surrounded by darkly colored cloth, or what, what's
2: the leg wearing? Anything? perception, uh, you have no idea. You're still busy pinned under the table. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I, I uh,
3: try to, how close am I to the, to the
2: leg? You are almost directly underneath it, but you okay. are under a table.
3: Okay, so I attempt to roll out from under the table, jump on the table, and grab the guy's leg with my good arm to pull him down.
2: All right. You successfully roll out. You were rolled out of the table. You were by the counter. You you'd leap, trying to uh, trice leaps, trying to put his foot on the counter and jump up towards that leg. And he doesn't quite make it. He oh, just no. scrapes the foot with his fingertips and then lands back down on the counter, kind of in an awkward position. Uh,
0: do I throw another chair. Are there more chairs to throw? <laughs> There's more chairs. There's always
3: more chairs to throw. <laughs> There's There's to throw. Chairs to throw. <laughs> all right.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gordo uh, rolling disadvantage because he's still poisoned throws another chair <laughs> got a 17 and a 16 so uh, you hurl that chair like anybody could ever hurl any chair ever and you successfully smash the tile and a black clad little halfling sized individual <laughs> lands smack dab on the counter I knew right, it fucking right ninjas next to, right next to uh, Trice uh, uh if I, okay. if, I,
0: if I still have initiative, I would love to run and punch it in the face. <laughs> you have initiative.
2: Gordo, wait, no! <laughs> you run as fast as you can. And you punch it so hard in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> so it survives? Gordo, Gordo <laughs> hits it so hard. That its head explodes. Damn <laughs> Gordo! <laughs> oh! So it doesn't survive. All it is is just a black mess. Uh, <laughs> like everybody this, knows. I would, I would just like moves. a soggy black mess where, like, cloth and face used to be.
0: I would like to throw a second punch at the puddle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you throw a second punch at the puddle, and you just hear a squish sound, and you spray blood pretty much all over the counter.
3: Uh, have you idiots say, never it, dealt with ninjas before? what would you say? I said not again, Gordo <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everybody in the uh, everybody has already cleared out of uh, <laughs> of the dumpling house except for the chef that was looking up and looking to the side. He's standing there uh, mouth agape and then a big smile starts to spread around his lips but he uh, quickly it, it dissipates because he realizes something
3: uh and so i ask him hey friend what's uh, what's the matter <laughs>
2: hey,
0: <friend. laughs> hey, <gamer. laughs> i also okay.
2: cure, cure yes. wounds on okay Christ. uh rolling charisma check he says well you just fucking just killed somebody in my restaurant this is going to take forever to clean up other than that there's lots of things wrong <laughs> uh, um
1: care to explain I also uh, cure wounds on... Uh,
2: I can't explain. Right. Did you just see what happened to you? I don't want that shit to happen to me. How am I supposed to explain? I say, let us know. We'll take care of it. Okay. Charisma? <laughs> he is not convinced. <laughs>
3: <laughs> These are not the droids you're looking for.
1: <laughs> I say that we have Gordo threaten him, given that Gordo is covered in gore <laughs> and, and parts of that ninja's head.
0: Yeah, all right. I, I, I will ba- bash my boxing gloves together, throw a few air jabs, and then right. say, hey.
2: I'm rolling a strength intimidation check, which you can do in the fifth edition. Yes. Let's do it. Uh, with your modifier, okay. He looks a little scared, but he's like, mm, that's not enough. Boxing gloves aren't the same as darts to the face. Can I will move to punch the chef.
1: No! <laughs> Gordo God damn it.
2: The chef. Gordo's on one side of the counter. Chef is a couple feet on the other side of the counter, so he must lunge over the counter to hit the chef. God so damn it, I Gordo! Hold oh no! Gordo. <laughs> he successfully leaps over the counter with the grace of a gazelle and drops the hammer yeah. on Chef's face! It is a bloody pulpy mess you hear a sickening crunch where <laughs> nose used to be as it pretty much gets rocketed through the back of his head
3: is he alive
2: <laughs> no <laughs>
0: hey
2: hey
0: hey
1: <laughs> to which i
0: anybody else care. wants something?
1: <laughs> that's David cordo not a kid <laughs> you guys are the worst all right okay I we are. I, I think I have an idea of what's going on I here guess. I I'm pretty sure this town has been overrun by tiny ninjas. When you deal with ninjas, the moment you defeat a ninja, or are about to defeat a ninja, all a ninja wants to do is die. So, the fact that you killed the ninja, Gordo, is really a problem. Because we can't get any information. And then we have this guy, this benign dumpling chef. And you kill him before we can get any information. So... I'm gonna go ahead and suggest that you hold off just a tiny, tiny little bit
0: on you're killing people before we get there. any information.
3: Gordo's you just being Gordo. It's like hey. asking the the rains not to fall.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey! That's why you love the Gordo man. for
3: who he is.
0: That's why you're the cut man, and I'm the champ.
3: <laughs> okay, so uh, continue am I hear healed? A Steve.
2: small whimper from the corner.
3: Steven I. Am I healed? Uh, no. What I, happened
2: with, uh, I'm, with I, the... Binnie's, you still have uh, an arrow in your arm. I'm you never curing, it.
1: curing wounds on uh, Trice.
2: Okay. okay. Uh, you successfully cure his wounds. You remove the arrow using your medicine. And you bind him up using your cut medicine. He's uh pretty much all good. Maybe the arm's a little numb. uh, But he's okay.
1: Alright, I zero in on the whimpering from the corner.
2: Okay, it's that girl again. She's back inside. And she went into the corner... She did not but witness she left you killing the ninja, but she did sure as shit witness you killing the chef.
1: Alright, i tell Gordo to just ease back a little bit. Trice, can you keep an no, eye you, on Gordo? You, you, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna talk to uh, the young Gordo, lady. you
3: need to intimidate her. No. <laughs> so, time has passed for like... Just let me, go, let, good cop. let me good cop this one. No, he just punched a, a tumbling man in the face so hard that he died. <laughs> this is not a salvageable situation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, What do you guys want
2: to do?
1: I ask the young lady if she's okay and if I can get her anything.
2: I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Why would you kill my father?
3: (laughs) Or no,
1: go intimidate her. Your father had been possessed by evil. We saved him.
2: All right, we're rolling uh, deception there. (laughs) (laughs) She does not believe you.
1: All
0: right, Gordo, Intimidator. No, I ain't got time for this. With boxing gloves still on, I would like to attempt to climb up into the crack that the (laughs) the, (laughs) the ninja came from. All right, here we go. Uh,
2: You get one arm up, you hang for a little bit, but your boxing gloves slip because they're slick with blood. (laughs) I would like to try again. All right.
3: I mock Gordo from the corner.
2: <laughs> you try again. This time, your boxing glove slips. You hit your head on the corner of the counter, taking two damage.
1: I do not heal him.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, 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 cut man!
1: Gordo, I, I,
3: I'll, I'll i, heal you I a little climb later. on top of the table that is
2: directly under the crack and try to jump from the table up. Okay, you send your most dexterous person to do that. Good idea. <laughs> uh, you successfully clamber up into the crack. It is very small. You can barely fit, but you certainly can't move around. It's kind of like an air duct tunnel sort of situation.
3: How many directions are there to go?
2: Uh, Just one. Uh, I go in that direction. All right. As uh, Trice crawls down this air duct, uh, what would Vinny and Gordo like to do?
0: Uh Hey,
2: what's up there?
1: I, I think we should take a look outside, and we should leave this poor girl to grieve.
2: Okay, so uh, uh, Trice is inside the alone. air duct. He can't see anything. It's completely pitch black inside of the air duct. So he's uh, just crawling blindly into the darkness.
1: Yeah, I don't really know what we could do to help him. Um,
2: uh, uh,
3: Gordo
0: and Vinny pop Gordo outside. attempt
3: to punch up through the ceiling.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure I that's like too to,
1: far
0: away. <laughs> I would like to jump and punch uh, light holes into
2: the air duct. Alright, oh. all Gordo <laughs> uh, jumps up and swings his fists mightily at the ceiling. And he hits the ceiling It makes a little crack, but nothing great. You guys are rolling terribly, by the way. <laughs> Except for when you want to punch somebody. Uh, <laughs> uh, he makes a little crack. There's a little bit of light that shines through, but not nearly enough to really get any sort of sight. Mm-hmm. Hey! Uh, hey! Hey! Did that work? said no, you idiot. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Mind's all. You have a spell that produces light.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I
3: wonder
2: uh, if just, that
1: would be handy in this particular
3: situation. <laughs> so I use dancing lights to. Okay, uh, you cast dancing lights
2: light. uh, okay.
3: into the into the into the. Into the darkness.
2: Okay, so you have four orbs of light that are circling you uh, that you can choose to put together to create a human-formed, a light in human form that can like walk around. You can also move the orbs in different directions. Uh, so I'm just like gonna to
3: send one of the uh, the red orb. I assume. Okay. there's
2: they're all uh, like yellowish. They're like torches.
3: Oh, okay. But I'm just gonna send one of the orbs down ahead of me and start following it.
2: Okay. You uh, look down ahead of you, and it is a black air duct. It's very small. It doesn't get any smaller or any bigger, and uh, you continue down towards it. Uh, Vinny and Gordo, what would you like to do?
1: Um, so I'm, I'm taking a look outside, just sort of peeking my head out the door. As not, you look really outside,
2: you notice that you are staring straight at a fountain in the middle of the square. To your left is the town hall. You can tell that there's a commotion going on in that town hall. People are starting to walk in there. They've shuttered the windows. You look to your right, and you see the convenience store, or the general store, Mm -hmm. and you see there's a connecting sort of duct connecting the stores uh, and to the dumpling house because it's owned by the same people.
3: Mm.
2: I I shut down. Does
3: the the whorehouse look okay?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The whorehouse? But you you can't really talk to them right now.
1: Okay, I, I pop my head back inside and then call up to Trice in the duct and say, Hey, Trice, I think I know where that duct is heading.
2: Are there any more dumplings? Can I hear him? <laughs> are there any more dumplings? <laughs> there are dumplings everywhere. Unfortunately, all the dumplings that are on the tables have been either knocked on the floor or splattered in blood. I'll take Do the ones knocked Gordo on the floor. you Gordo <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> okay, You're going to eat Yeah. Okay, you want to take any dumpling scattered on the floor? Be
1: careful, uh, Gordo. Some of those are poisoned.
0: Uh, I'll take the freshest one. The
2: freshest. Okay, order. well, I'm going to roll perception or nature for yeah. you to tell which one's freshest. <laughs> and you know. And you want the freshest one? Yes. All right. You eat the freshest one. then you And you again? are immediately poisoned. Oh <laughs> damn it. Gordo, <laughs> you were the last. Uh, I can't tell. I can't say anything. You guys were the last ones in. Of course, yours is the freshest.
0: I, I induce more vomiting.
2: <laughs> you induce Wait, more vomiting. I, th- I, I thought I already ate all 12 of the dumplings that we had. No, you didn't make it through all of them. You began wolfing them down.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I induce vomiting.
2: You... Oh, no. In your attempt to induce vomiting, you stick your fingers down Gordo's throat. Gordo, unfortunately, due to some childhood trauma, has a very, very hard bite reflex.
1: You son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> Gordo bites your finger off. Off? <laughs> off. It's gone.
1: Uh.
2: Vinny is now... Well, not gone. It's in Gordo's mouth. Vinny takes... <laughs> three damage. All right. I um Vinny nine fingers.
1: I would like to... Vinny <laughs> fingers. Yeah. I would like to... Um... Cast... Hold on. Give me a sec here.
0: I need, this to, gotta think, be I need
2: to
1: think carefully here.
2: There's gotta um, be something to my skull, So... Uh, can would I you use... like? No, hold on. Jeff, sorry. This is a technical thing, but okay. you can cast Guidance after the ability check to make it not a one and your finger not at all. That's
1: that. I was about to cast Guidance. Okay, Let's yeah. See. Let's
2: cast Guidance. Okay. And... Your finger's not bitten off, but okay. it is in a lot of pain.
1: Okay, I cure wounds on myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, remember, I... you only have a certain amount of times you can do it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, you cure yourself, you're back to perfectly fine. Your fingers are good, you're all set, ready to go.
1: All right, is Gordo vomiting or not? <laughs> Gordo is
2: not <laughs> vomiting, no. He's still poison. Um, uh, I continue into the dark shaft with all right. orbs lighting. Uh, <laughs>
1: Don't go.
2: So, Wait a um, second. Trice, you've ended. You've come to the end of the dark shaft. You see that there is a way to jump down into the general store. It is empty. Uh, Wait. From so, what you can
3: see. how dark is the ge- is the general store? Really dark? Is there people? Nope, the general
2: store is looking like there should be people in there, but there's nobody in there.
3: Um, okay. So I dispel my dancing lights, so yep. I am not noticed, okay. and. I use perception to check out, while still in the duct, what is going on in the general store.
2: So you peek your head down and sort of do a little turnaround to get a 360 view of what's going on. You notice that the store looks like somebody had opened it and had gotten it ready to be used. All the merchandise is out. The till is there and it's open. It is... Suspiciously empty in that there are all the low small coins and small bills are still there, but the large bills are all gone. So it's like it looks like there sh- should be somebody there. There isn't, and the till is open in some way, shape, or form.
3: Okay, so I hop down. Okay. And I go over to the till to see what's going on there.
2: Okay. Upon looking at the till again, you notice that the large bills are all gone, the small bills are still there, and it looks as though somebody forced the Lars Bills out. They didn't use the till properly. They just kind of, like, grabbed it and kind of broke it along the way.
3: I look around to see if anything else has been
2: stolen. Okay. Investigation? Nope, nothing else is stolen. Or Um, not there. Okay. Uh, Back to Vinny and Gordo. Vinny and Gordo in the Dumpling Hut. They start to hear some shouting coming from the town hall uh, outside.
1: Uh, How's Gordo feeling?
2: Gordo is feeling better. He's still not feeling great, but he's, uh, he's able to move. All His right. poison is not hugely debilitating. In fact, the vomiting might be doing more, worse to him than the poison.
1: Alright, then you're gonna deal. You're gonna, you're gonna man up, Gordo. Let's, uh, let's go take a look at that town hall.
2: <laughs> okay, so as you walk outside, again, you see the fountain directly in front of you, the martial arts school in front of you to the left, the house that is brand new, sort of mansion-looking thing over to the right uh, of the fountain, and directly to your left is the town hall. You walk over to the town hall, uh, Vinny and Gordo walk over to the town hall, Gordo kind of has tummy rumblings, he's got bubbles, he's worried, he starts to become a little gassy, but Vinny and Gordo walk over to the town hall, they notice that all of the windows are shuttered, but there is shouting coming from inside the town hall.
3: I, I leave the general store and head into the central area to meet up with uh, okay. Gordo and Vinny.
2: So uh, <clears throat> when you get to the door of the general store, it's locked. Really? <laughs> yeah. really, it I, thought said it was, I thought you said the
3: store was opened and then, like,
2: yeah, looked like somebody, it was It looks like somebody set it up to be open, but they locked the door. I go looking through the general store to see if there's anything, uh,
3: good to drink. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's lots of good stuff. <laughs> there's, uh, water, and there's, like, this milky substance. <laughs>
0: I you said
2: a lot of good stuff. Yeah, water so, sniff- and milky the, substance. That's it. There's no booze. Nope, no booze, no spirits of any sort. Which is odd because this town is known for its amazing spirits and hot springs.
3: So
0: I, I think a religious I sniff- cult the, has taken uh, over this town. Sniff
2: the
3: milky thing to see if I can identify what it is. You
2: sniff the milky thing. <laughs>
3: uh, it makes you gag. But I don't know what it is. I just know and that you, it makes
2: you can gag. read the label if you like. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, could, what? Could I? Uh, I? I? What does the label say on there? The, on the, uh, the label is in a language that you don't understand.
0: Oh, you asshole! <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> go, go that way. You can yes. roll investigation to try and, and piece it out.
3: Uh, like yeah, I'll
2: out. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll investigate it to try to. <laughs> okay, okay, you investigate. Ah, and as you investigate, because you are such the cunning linguist, you sort of piece together different cunning parts of language. languages that you know. He's a hype man.
0: Kind
2: of um, so, he pieces together <laughs> that uh, the milky substance is uh, labeled as dragon semen.
0: <laughs> How do you get that? <laughs> that's,
2: that's just what the label says. That's all he could piece out was dragon virility or dragon semen.
3: Um, so, I put the, like, put the cap back on so I don't smell it anymore. And <laughs> I tuck it, away, I tuck it in, away in my bag in case... This
0: it it be seems okay.
3: valuable, I say. But we All might right. have
0: to impregnate a dragon at some point.
2: Or throw it at somebody to get them to gag. <laughs> okay. All right, so Vinny and Gordo, you're outside the town hall still, here in the commotion. All right, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to bust into town hall. No!
0: God <laughs> I, damn it, Gordo. Are we
1: aware of Trice's to plight that he is locked in?
2: He <laughs> breaks the door open, or breaks the door down. And the door collapses on top of a person that was inside of the town hall. Hey, that person, yo, nobody. That y- y'all got a ninja problem. <laughs> and then somebody says, I'm sorry, what kind of problem? Ninjas, yo. You got oh, happily ninjas. ninjas. Got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody goes dead silent, looking at Gordo and Vinny. Uh, there's a hush, and everybody looks towards one person who's at the front of the town hall. Who's that, that- person? That person looks as though he's some sort of uh, leader of some sort. He looks at you and says, are you crazy? Don't talk like that around here. What are you thinking? (laughs) Hey, no one disrespects Gordo. (laughs) (gasps) Are you the Gordo? Mumblings start to happen all around. Gordo, Gordo, you just kicked that guy's ass last night. Oh, my God, it was Gordo. I can't believe it. (laughs) Yeah. And then Somebody comes up and whispers to the town hall leader. And he says, the Gordo? All right. So he looks around. And he just says, that's it. I've had enough. Yes, we do have a problem. We have a problem with this Chisana clan that's coming to our (laughs) town. They've taken over everything. We can't make any money. They are stealing our things. It's the worst. We hate them so much. And then all of a sudden, he just stops talking. And slowly, you notice that blood starts coming out of his mouth. He collapses with a knife protruding from the back of his neck.
1: Goddamn ninjas.
0: Ninjas. Everybody in the
2: town hall. Everybody in the town hall starts to scream and panic and run out towards you to try and get out the door.
0: Uh, I, I, I will try to rally
2: the townspeople. they to call them. like, hey, 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 I'll lead all us right. out of this. You attempt to use your charisma to <laughs> rally the townspeople. Uh, you are unsuccessful. They are still running towards you very quickly, and you're going to get trampled if you don't get out of the way. Punch them all in the face. <laughs>
1: uh, no, I, I, I am not anywhere near him, just so you know. <laughs> I'm still outside. <laughs> yeah,
2: Porto is the only one indoors.
0: Seeing the oncoming stampede, I will attempt to hold my ground, because nobody runs over the
2: champ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you are successful. Everybody runs around you because your huge glistening muscles upset them. Even though you're only in a towel. <laughs> they, they all run around you to get outside, running, rushing past Vinny as well. A few people remain in the building looking at each other. They say, you know what, he was right. And they're looking all around at the ceiling, out the windows, everywhere. They're incredibly paranoid, incredibly scared. Uh, and they say, he's right, though. We have to stop this. We got to do it. They come here. They take over our school. And they build this huge monstrosity. What are we supposed to do? How are we going to deal anything? We're going bankrupt, these assholes. They take the springs for themselves. It's all...
0: I interrupt them.
2: One of them drops again. He's interrupted by a blow dart into his eyeball.
0: Hey, just point me where we where the punching needs to get done.
2: The other guy says, if we knew, we wouldn't be standing out here. <laughs> Damn it. Would you like to roll perception to see where things are happening? Yeah, sure. All right, let's use that wisdom that Gordo has. <laughs>
1: uh, I also am going to look around the outside of this okay. building.
2: Gordo doesn't notice shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vinny, on the other hand, does notice that there are uh, two small black figures... On the top of the town hall.
1: Can I throw my voice to, sure. uh, oh, yeah. to like the corner of the roof closest to uh, the front door where Gordo is?
2: Sure. Okay, yeah. so you attempt to throw your voice onto the corner of the roof close to where the front door is, uh, you fail miserably. And oh, instead you end up shouting, hey, I'm over here, you dumb assholes. And you fail throwing your voice. So you have now alerted these two individuals as to where you are. They peek their heads up and they start running towards the part of the roof that's nearest Vinny.
1: All right. I am going to run into the front door. Okay. So uh, Vinny runs in the
2: Gordo. front door and uh, stands next to Gordo.
1: And I'm going to say, Gordo. Throw a chair, or I'm sorry, pick up the heaviest thing nearby that isn't a person, that isn't a human being, and throw it right there in the roof. And I point uh, to where the to, to, to the spot directly between okay, the, where the ninjas are.
2: The room work. is lined with chairs and tables and a couple of uh, cabinets and dressers and things like that. Alright, is there like a statue of any type? There or like is, a actually. Directly next to you to the left, there is a statue of uh, a fountain. It's, it's, it's more of a fountain that uh, is a model of the hot springs. Uh, okay, made but is it like a... Bo-
0: like, how, how big would you say the
2: thing? It's about half the size of a human made of solid stone. Okay. I'll pay, take a chair. Okay. And, you take the chair again.
0: What the hell? Uh,
2: chair is far lighter than the fountain.
0: Throw the fountain.
2: This shit's heavy. I can't throw that up to a roof.
1: You're Gordo. Okay. You're the champ. I encourage him to throw the fountain.
2: You encourage right. him. You successfully encourage him. <laughs> <laughs> giving him, right, your, giving right. him your guidance. Yeah.
0: Okay, I-I convinced I will t- be like, hell yeah! And I will pick up the fountain and-
2: uh, replica and throw it. Okay, before we judge this, uh, Trice is still locked into the general store. Uh, uh I don't what would have, you
3: like to do? I'd like to detect magic to see if there's anything around here.
2: Okay, you stand, concentrating, detecting magic. Uh... <laughs> yep. You start to notice these auras emanating from certain things in the room. One of them is in your pocket. The other is in the uh, duct. You notice that there's like, an aura emanating from there. And that's it's it. It's the duct I just jumped out of? Correct. You realize that the magic coming from there was simply your own magic that you just used. Okay, I guess then I...
3: It, noticing the disturbance outside, I try to break down the front door to get
2: out. Okay, so you're not very strong, but you're quite dexterous. You might want to try picking the lock first. Okay, I will try to pick the lock. <laughs> okay. You, gonna gonna you, pick the slide lock you are successful. Just like a whiz, you pick it up, pick that lock, you pop outside. What you see is directly, now it's two, uh, two buildings down, so it's a bit of a long, uh, long look, but you notice two small black dots on the roof. You notice that they're starting to hang their heads, peeking inside of a door that is in the town hall. You don't see Vinny. You don't see Gordo, and you see people rushing out of the town hall, running directly uh, over to the martial arts school. I try to see what they're running from. Okay, so would you like to? So, you're gonna move closer? Uh, yeah, I guess I will run over to the fountain. And yeah, then... so you run over to the fountain, sort of taking a little bit of cover behind the fountain so you can take a peek. And you see that they are two very small individuals dressed in all black, peeking their head in. You peek your head towards the door, and you see Gordo leaning over something large and stone-like while Vinny is shouting at him. (laughs) I Too late! Gordo throws the fountain! (laughs) Oh! And he throws it! Oh, yeah, and... Oh, I'm sorry, and Vinny gives his guidance, too. (laughs) He throws the fountain so hard that he plows it through the roof Hits the two little individuals as they rocket, clinging onto the fountain, screaming bloody murder. They <laughs> th- are launched into the air and land in the town fountain with the model of the fountain on top of them, crushing the lower half of their bodies. That's it. Huh. I ah, run over uh, and punch okay. no. <laughs> Don't punch the
1: punch one, baby. Punch one to scare the other, but do not kill them both.
2: Thrice gets splashed by the water and a little bit of the blood. Can I just start <laughs> a side note? Marcus has rolled a 19 or 20 on any punching or <laughs> violence in both uh, activities. Gordo's the champ. Insane. Alright, <laughs> okay, you guys are. That's <laughs> uh, Gordo and uh, Gordo Vinny Trice, what will you do? Nerf Balrog. <laughs> what would you like to do? You got this... Uh, I there's to two confusion. individuals down there. And oh. uh, a couple of the people, a couple of the townspeople stop running into the martial arts school and look over in complete awe, dumbstruck. You notice that there's uh, some sort of uh, commotion going on now inside of the mansion to the right of the martial arts school. Uh, so I
3: ask, or I, I see if either of the individuals are conscious. Uh,
2: you take a look, you perceive, and one is unconscious and one is conscious, but he's drowning in the fountain.
3: Okay, so I attempt to pull the one who's drowning out from under the water. And you attempt him to pull? To... Well, yes. you
2: attempt to pull? Oh, no. In your attempt to pull him from the fountain, you rip him in half.
1: I cast Guidance. cast <laughs> Guidance. Uh,
2: in your attempt to pull him from the fountain, you rip him in half. God! <laughs> Damn it! Alright! This is gonna help I, a natural I, one, my friend. <laughs>
1: Vinny, Vinny walks over and picks up the uh, severed half of the ninja and rips the mask off the face.
2: Okay. You rip the mask off the face. This is just a bloody ninja. You can tell now that he's a halfling. Um, uh,
3: so we. Is he alive?
2: No, no. He's like, just, a, no, he's been ripped he's, in half. not uh, well, for a he's, little he's bit. Incredibly, he's incredibly <laughs> quickly dying. Uh, (laughs) okay i ask him who the fuck are you he absolutely does not answer he's struggling to breathe or think or do anything all right i i well holding
1: this halflings half (laughs) this half a halfling
2: (laughs) is that cornering at that yeah
1: (laughs) i turn i turn to all the townspeople and i say see it's a bunch of punk halflings that are messing with you we can deal with this
2: okay we're gonna roll uh charisma for that (laughs) You're not a very charismatic person. You're like, I imagine you're sort of like an old Italian cut man. You're not, you're not a people person. Uh, but they are absolutely convinced. They begin to think. You can see the expressions on their faces changing from horror to one of sort of cautious optimism. People start to whisper with each other. They're still filing into the martial arts school because, you know, it's not a scene they really want to see. <laughs> but a couple people pop out, and, they, they, and you even hear a smattering of like golf claps. <laughs>
1: I say uh, this. I, I, I beckon Gordo to come over to me.
0: Yeah, I already. say Gordo this come.
1: is Gordo the Great. He's here to solve your problems, and we're here to back him up. Uh,
2: so I'll, you, you want to this? Shadow
0: box a little bit.
2: Okay, no, Gordo I'll... shadow boxes a little. And uh, so, so, I, so I. The cut man the hype man's decide. job. Right now, by
1: the way. Yeah. Well, hype <laughs> man, get your shit together and do your job.
3: <laughs> Stop talking over me. All right.
2: oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> they notice the arguing and get a little bit less convinced that you're helpful.
3: <laughs> and so I, I shout out the people that uh through my megaphone that you have uh you've nothing to fear. Gordo's here to uh to punch all your enemies in the face. And
2: you, you wanna put that into like a little rap?
3: Um
2: I can't rap. Okay. <laughs> so, do your best, do your best. Uh, <laughs> Trice pulls his megaphone up, he says, You got nothing to fear because Gordo's here, he'll punch your enemies in the face, leaving you space. <laughs> and he convinces about half of them, they start to (laughs) smile and talk with each other and clap, but they are still filing into the martial arts school because Um, they want to avoid the violence.
3: I I ask that uh, any brave Saul who wishes to help their town come over and explain to us what's going on.
2: One person comes over, everybody else files into martial arts school, one person comes over and says, thank you so much. I can't believe you did that. Nobody's stood up to these guys yet. They're just, they're so sneaky. They're so tricky. They're tiny, but they just keep killing us. They've uh, they've taken over the town. They have basically strong-armed the general store that we have to pay them half our money all the time, or all of our big bills at least. They took over the hot springs, nobody else can use them. That's the only way we made money. Nobody's come to the town in so long because of these stupid assholes. They took the hot springs for themselves. They said that they want it for some weird reason they built this idiot mansion next door we don't even get to use the brothel anymore it's all for these little halfling assholes all right where do i punch
1: i think it sounds like we punch in the mansion
2: <laughs>
1: might be wrong about that but what do you guys think
3: i say let's go to the martial arts store and figure out why the fuck everybody's there
1: i i, I think it seems like a shelter but we can go it seems like an
3: that. odd place to go
1: yeah
2: you all pile into the martial arts school, you see that everybody's huddled around. Uh, there are uh, weapons around there are I'm sorry, there are no weapons around. There are people sitting in the mats, they're just sort of talking, they're just sort of discussing. You notice that the martial arts school is very plain. It's got just mats like bedrolls to sleep on, it's got I, uh, scrolls sure. all over the walls, and it is uh, all made of all wood. I would uh, like to as grab you walk a in, you pair sort of, of creak of and crink in the wood.
0: What's that? I would like to grab a pair of pants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You successfully grab a pair of pants. Uh,
1: can I, <laughs> I would like they are, the pants.
2: They are your size.
1: Can I decipher any of the scrolls on the walls?
2: Sure, you can use your uh, investigation to try and do that. Or, I'm sorry, uh, history to do that. Sure. Okay. Uh, you're able to decipher some of the scrolls on the walls. They say things like discipline, honor, uh, things like that.
1: Any useful techniques that I could teach Gordo?
2: Uh, no. No techniques that Gordo would be interested in anyway whatsoever. Got it. As again, you're walking around. You wa- as you're walking up, you notice that the floorboards creak a whole lot. They make this odd sound when you walk on them. It's not like a qu- quite like a creak, but more like sort of like a, a uh, cr- Like it's a very a much a deeper version of a creak. Uh, can
1: I knock on one to see if it's if there's space underneath it?
2: Sure. You knock on it, and not only do you notice that there's space underneath, but also as you follow the board that you knocked on, continuing to knock on it to see what's going on, you notice that in the corner of the martial arts school. There is a small doorknob in the floor. Not doorknob, but like a handle in the floor. Well, this, I,
3: go, uh, I go over and uh, pull on the handle to open up the uh, open up the floor door.
2: Yep, you open up the floor door and you look down, and there's sort of a tunnel. You can see the tunnel is dimly lit by torches, uh, and it that's pretty much all you can see. Just sort of like where you can jump down right now.
3: Okay, Gordo I cast dancing down. lights. Damn it, Gordo.
2: <laughs> What'd you say? jump down. Gordo jumps down.
1: Hey, the punching guy goes first. That's fine. With Gordo,
2: Gordo jumps down. Uh, he cannot see very much because he doesn't have very good vision due to all the concussions. So he uh, twists his ankle, taking one damage.
3: Uh, so Ain't I nothing. cast dancing lights.
2: Ah, okay. <laughs> so you cast dancing lights. What do you want to do with them?
3: And I'm going to send them down into the tunnel and then jump after the lights. As you, send,
2: yeah, as you send the lights down, you notice that the ground is uneven and there's one spot sort of in the middle where you might put your foot and twist an ankle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you go down, you jump down nimbly. Gracefully, you are in the tunnel. The tunnel is human-sized, uh, generally. It gives you about two feet above your head and about an arms width, uh, like a full wingspan of Gordo, who's much larger than the other two. His full wingspan can barely not touch the wall on either side, so there's a, a bit of space. You can walk probably two people side by side, three people if you want to make it really tight. Uh, it goes. There's only one direction that it goes, uh, and it leads to another door. Another wooden door. Hey, uh, okay,
0: Benny, okay. patch me up. Benny, uh-huh. No, I'll
1: patch you up when you are good and hurt later. You're going to deal with your minor ankle sprain mm. that you brought upon yourself. You'll remember, never remember learn otherwise. So, I
2: will guest. intimidate Vinny. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Before we do that, Jeff, you can use your medicine ability, not just your cure wound spell. Uh, your medicine ability will make it so he doesn't have, like, he doesn't limp or something like that, but he won't get life back.
1: All right, fine. I'll use my medicine ability to make sure
0: he does not. Uh, he is Wait, camped. hold on. we got to do the intimidation
2: first. How oh, do you okay.
0: want to intimidate Gordo? I'll say, I'll. Uh, I'll turn your head into tartar sauce if you don't heal me.
2: Okay, he unsuccessfully intimidates Vinny. Vinny's been with him for his whole career. <laughs> he knows <laughs> everything about Gordo. He knows the ins and outs of Gordo. He knows when he's bluffing. He knows when he's intimidating. He I, not.
1: <laughs> I roll my eyes and I lovingly pat Gordo on the shoulder and then I use my medicine ability to patch up his...
2: Medicine. You patch, You successfully patch him up. He's not limping, but he still hasn't gotten that one damage back.
1: All right. All um, right. I say we send the punchy guy first and explore this tunnel.
2: Alrighty, I will fearlessly march down the tunnel. Okay, you march down the tunnel with the dancing lights illuminating everything. You can see that it's just simple tunnel, uh, sort of just uh, dirt walls, dirt floor, uh, and you walk up to the uh, wooden door. You see that there's light underneath the wooden door. Alright, I will
0: put my ear up to the door and try to listen through.
2: Okay, using that wisdom again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> does, his, does his head smash
1: through the door? Please say. Yeah, head. Butt when Gorno, the door.
2: Instead of putting his ear up to the door because he's never done it before, he has no idea how to do it. He swings his head too violently and blasts his head through the wooden door. He has his head facing into the room. Uh, he takes one damage and uh, he's sort of dazed for half a second, but he's got a strong, he's got a strong jaw, so he's, he, uh, he recovers quickly, but he's stuck in the door.
0: I will scramble to punch the door as to punch my way out of this situation. <laughs> punch your way
2: out? All right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you successfully not only punch the door, you rip the door off its hinges and pick it up. You pull it over your head so you're not stuck, and now you have this not-too-thick wooden door, but you have a wooden door over your head in your arms, uh, ready to use it for whatever you need to use it for. What's that?
0: What is the closest thing I see? (laughs) You see...
2: Three, yeah. <laughs> see directly in front of you, you see uh, four halflings. Blow. Dressed in black. <laughs> uh, dressed in black. What would you like to? Th- okay. Uh, you see them dressed in black. They're all <laughs> in front of you. They're sitting. They were sitting down meditating in this room. That's all you notice. Like you notice four dudes sitting down. <laughs> throw the door. Black. You throw the door at the four dudes. Yeah, any dude in particular? There's sort of in a diamond formation: one closest to you, two behind them, and then one. He behind throws you. the door. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the closest one. <laughs> That's the closest one. And you hit. <laughs> yes, knock it. Throw the door, and it, you throw it in a helicopter pattern, <laughs> so it starts spinning, and the corner catches one of these guys right in the shoulder, dealing two damage, and knocking him backwards because uh, as he was sitting in sort of like a uh, meditative position, knocks him down onto his back. The uh, others start to wonder what's going on and scramble. Actually, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Marcus. I'm going to roll again. I'm going to roll advantage.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you throw the door, and you pulverize the first one's head, killing it instantly. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> the corner of the door catches him right in the eye, and <laughs> it just the door just goes through him. And not only does it... Basically decapitate this first one. It then hits the one directly behind that one, knocking him prone. All
0: right. Okay.
3: Uh, so I um, I cause make my dancing light uh, dancing light take human form behind the furthest halfling.
2: Okay, so you do your dancing lights in human form behind the furthest halfling. That halfling is lying prone, so there's some oh, light next wait, to him, I- but he doesn't. I thought
3: that the one that's prone so was the one. Okay, so there's
2: they're in a so yeah, they're in a diamond shape. So he killed the one that's in the front of the diamond. The two guys in the middle of the diamond are too wide to have hit the door hit. It went directly to the person in the back of the diamond and knocked him prone.
3: Okay, so I have my my, my person thing like mm-hmm. form behind the one on the left.
2: Okay, so you uh, your lights form on the person on the left and it takes the form of a human. Do you want it to like do anything or look or try and act anyway? Uh, I want it to try and look menacing. Uh, okay.
3: While I cast, wait. So, what's the limitations of Thunderwave? Like you can Allison cast it once,
2: maybe twice.
3: Ever? Or like per like
2: it within without taking a long rest.
3: Without taking a long rest. Okay. Uh, then I shout vicious mockery at the guy on the right. <laughs> okay, So, the uh, the
2: light person uh, because you're not because you're because you've surprised them, you're not technically in battle yet. But the light person comes, and he the halfling turns around and starts swinging its little tiny halfling ninja sword at it, and uh, it's just whiffing and whiffing. Uh, But you've gotten because of that, you've given gotten an advantage on that guy. He has his back turned. The one on the right, you cast vicious mockery, and you surprise him, so you have advantage. Okay. (laughs) Natural twenty. So um, (laughs) the first one was a two, and the second one was a natural twenty. The vicious mockery critically hits, dealing. Three Psychic damage. The uh, surprise and the mockery scares this halfling so much that he, uh, or I'm sorry, infuriates this halfling so much that he puts away the uh, sling that he had and takes out his sword and begins to charge at Gordo. Uh,
3: Wait, wait. So my vicious mockery doesn't, like my highly successful vicious mockery doesn't cause him to like look in on himself and feel self-conscious? Did
2: did he felt really self-conscious? But you're mocking him. He didn't feel self-conscious. He's not quite that smart. He just got really pissed off. So instead of using a sling, which is his preferred weapon, he's a ninja. He Mm -hmm. decides to just take a sword out and charge the guy that just pulverized somebody's head. I will lie. Hold on, don't I get a turn
1: in this? Isn't
2: it? Well, actually, now at this point, we all need to roll for initiative. So give me just a second to roll. Okay. Oh man, I'm gonna line up the world's best uppercut. (laughs) (laughs) Gordo, by the way, for his initiative, rolled a natural twenty. (laughs) This is such horse shit. Because is the champ! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So. The halfling that was swinging at the light person continues swinging, but because of the vicious mockery spell, the light is starting to dissipate because the concentration is no longer there. The uh, one is still prone, but he's getting up at this point in time. And the other one is still charging at Gordo. Uh, it is Gordo's turn. Go ahead. What would you like to do? Gordo. Oh, uh, by the way, the room that you, you guys both all entered the room, the room is just sort of one big square with candelabra-type thing on one wall that all of them were facing when they were meditating and sort of has, like, incense and things like that that they were burning before you entered in. And that's, it's basically just sort of a square room.
0: I, or Gordo, because Gordo doesn't fuck with pronouns. <laughs> <No>.
2: Well... <laughs> will line up the world's biggest uppercut. Can Where's I suggest it? something, Gordo? Yes. Can you, would you like to go into rage mode first? Hell yeah, I'd like to go to rage mode. Okay, so Gordo, and you're lining up an uppercut, to which one? Yes, I'm, uh, to the one that's charging me. Okay, so Gordo, wasting <laughs> no time whatsoever, his boxing instincts kick in, and he knows that it, a fight is on, so he wastes no time, and he starts sprinting towards the first half-wing. He is literally swinging his right arm like in the cartoons. <laughs> you uh, know, uh, yeah, yeah, something at yeah. this guy. He is enraged. The bloodlust has descended upon him. All he sees is his last opponent, and then before that, he sees back to the opponents before that that he bludgeoned, and before that, he sees back to his father who trained him in the boxing. And before that, he sees into the bullies that bullied him because <laughs> he was so small when he was younger, and he's lining up this uppercut, and he swings at this halfling. and he hits. Oh it's just a glancing blow kind of on around the the ribs rather than a full dead on uppercut. He hits it for eleven damage. Uh the uh glancing, oh, wait, my,
3: twenty my twenty is three
1: damage. His mere the, the proximity the wind coming off of his fist did eleven damage.
2: Yeah. Yeah he did. Um, the uh the glancing blow on the ribs, you can hear a snapping sound as Clearly, multiple, multiple halfling ribs just broke. And the halfling, instead of charge, uh, immediately drops his sword, grabs his ribs, and does like a little pirouette as uh, Gordo sprints past him and is towards the other end of the room now. Uh, the halfling still picks up his sword and in his other arm and still angrily charges, now at Trice. It's still angrily charging at Trice. It is Trice's turn. The, uh, oh, the other halfling is up on his feet now. And the... Uh, Third one has uh, gotten rid of the light guy and is now turning his sling towards the uh, the group.
3: Do I have any weapons,
2: like actual weapons, or do I just have my microphone? You just that got your a... you just got of your course. words, homie. Gotcha. <laughs> you also have a uh, you also have a uh, hand crossbow. You guys have gats to protect people that want to step to your homie. <laughs> <laughs> so you also have a hand crossbow with forty balls. Okay, so
3: I attempt to shoot my hand crossbow at I guess the one who is just turning around. Uh, from fighting my dancing lights,
2: okay, so uh, the scenario again you're in a square room Gordo has charged past the guy charging at him sort of pretty close to the guy that's prone now or not prone anymore But just got up from being prone the guy there's one person charging directly at Trice and Vinny who are in the um, Just inside the door of the room and there's a person off to the left and a little bit and much farther away That had been fighting a light person you're shooting it at the person to the left farther away far away, correct?
3: wait, so I thought there's only two left because Vinny took care, of, or uh, because uh, Gordo took care. Gordo of.
2: killed one, but the other one was knocked prone, like just on his back. And yeah. But what gone.
3: about the guy that charged? I thought he got him with a glancing blow. He did, uh, he he did but he's, he's not, not dead. dead.
2: He's not dead. He's he picked up his sword and he's coming back at you. He's okay, then I. Everything I sh- he's stumbling towards you.
3: Okay, then I shoot him with the crossbow. Okay,
2: so you attempt to shoot the uh, the dude with the crossbow.
1: Mmm, they a modifier.
2: Yeah, you hit. Dealing, boop. Yeah, thunk. The uh, the crossbow bolt is fired. He says, "Take this motherfucker." <laughs> fires his crossbow and it hits. It hits the uh, halfling directly between the eyes. And because it hits the halfling directly between the eyes, he slumps down, drops his sword, falls face first. He was merely four feet, or he was merely six feet away from his intended goal. So now it is Vinny's turn. We have the, the halfling that's standing up now and sort of facing uh, Gordo, who has his back turned to him because he was uh, ran too far. We have the one that is off in the left-hand corner of the room that was fighting the light guy.
1: I think I'm going to use my crossbow to fire at the one that's facing Gordo's back.
2: Okay, so the one that just was prone and got up, he knows it's a fight now. He's ready to go. He's excited. He's actually kind of You can tell that he's sort of like the big, the the the, he's the biggest of them all, and he sort of seems that he's uh, really excited for a fight. Okay, you fire the crossbow and miss it. uh, You shoot it; it swings by and it whizzes by his head, hits the wall. He looks towards you, and his eyes go small, sort of like "how dare you" kind of look.
1: I changed the color of my eyes. (laughs) No, you can't. You already used your action. You can't.
2: So, the way the battle works uh, is uh, you get uh, an action, Mm -hmm. a bonus action, a move action, and a reaction. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have to specifically have things that are reactions. So, like, Gordo, because he's in rage mode, every time somebody tries to hit him, he gets to hit them back. Um, It's his reaction. But you guys don't have reactions.
1: Do I have a move action still?
2: Uh, Yes, you can move.
1: So, we're all in the room. There's not really anywhere for me to go. So, um... I don't know. I don't, I don't think i do too much else.
2: Okay. Uh, <laughs> <turn>. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the little halfling ninja that uh, has Gordo's back has advantage on him now, and he uh, s- runs at him with his uh, two little halfling daggers drawn and leaps towards Gordo's back. He wants to plant them in his uh, spinal column. As he jumps, he leaps into the air, and he slashes down with his right... And then slashes down with his left in sort of an X pattern. He wants to like slash down into Gordo's back. But Gordo turns around. His instincts can be in turns around Gordo. As he's turning around to just sort of look at the others, he accidentally just swings his right arm and bats the little guy away. And so the Whoa. little guy flies and hits the wall. He doesn't take any damage, but as he hits the wall, he, he hits it with his feet. And he pushes off with his feet and hits right at Gordo again. Uh, with his daggers drawn, going for Gordo's stomach. As the daggers lunge toward Gordo's stomach, Gordo's boxing instincts kick in again, and he guards. And he gets a little scrape on the arm. He takes one damage. Ah. Oh. So now the, uh, the little ninja has scraped his arm, and he's down in a three-point stance. Clearly an incredibly nimble little guy. He's ready to, pound, he's ready to move again, but his turn's over. So it's the uh, little ninja in the corner uh, that, was fighting the, uh, that was fighting the light guy. He busts out his sling. And starts twirling it and flings it towards Vinny. And he hits. Ow. Stone flies through. And as it flies, it cracks off Win- Vinny's skull. What? Dealing three damage. God, my face. So, and Vinny's actually a little woozy now. He's not used to being the one that's getting hit. So he's a little woozy, stumbles back a little bit. Mm. And needs to take a second to, uh, needs to take a reaction to uh, make sure that he's okay. It is now Gordo's turn.
0: I will deliver a punch to the top of the head of the halfling in front of me, like with like a downward arc. So You're like so driving like, his head into the floor. Yeah, just like, like really, really, really want to smash that guy down to the floor.
2: Okay, so Gordo, sort of uh, remembering not just the boxing but also the streets, <laughs> he takes his hands and puts them together and tries to deliver a hammer blow with both hands to the top of this uh, little ninja's head. As he swings down to the little ninja's head, the ninja, you can see what briefly looks like a little smile come across the little ninja's face as he rolls out of the way and Gordo smashes into the ground creating a hole in the ground. The ninja takes an immediate- but yeah, strong. <laughs> <laughs> the ninja takes an immediate swing at Gordo's exposed ribs. The knife, he s- jumps upward he leaps upward with his knife and a reverse grip in his left hand and jumps and scrapes by Gordo's ribs, cutting him pretty deep. And not only that, as he cuts him, lands on Gordo's back and does a backflip and lands on his feet at Gordo's back now. Gordo took three more damage. Gordo hey, hey, hey. doing cut, man. It is now the Trice's turn. We have, like, the ninja, the nimble ninja behind Gordo. We still have the ninja in the corner who fired the sling.
3: I am going to cast Dancing Lights again behind the, the sling-throwing ninja to attempt to distract him.
2: Okay. You cast Dancing Lights uh, again, and the, the light humanoid appears behind the ninja. And the ninja, not being surprised anymore, is, does not fall for it at all. In fact, it actually gives him a better sight of his targets.
3: How's that possible? It's behind him. Uh, well, I, uh, back, so Light behind him. And It, yeah. emanates,
2: uh, it the whole room. I must have rolled like a one or two, right? No, <laughs> oh, you rolled a fourteen, but you can't like you can't do the same trick twice.
1: Yeah, not against ninjas.
2: But I'm charismatic. <laughs> 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 no, but I'm, I'm such sorry.
1: a dashing rogue. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, uh, Trice, you can move, or yeah, you can move.
3: So I guess I take. A couple steps back to give myself some space to use my. Uh, I can't use my crossbow again, right? You're already
2: I, no. You're you're already at the wall. You're you you guys haven't moved since you moved inside the door, so you're already at like the door frame and the wall.
3: Okay, so I guess there's not really much point in moving. Can I use my crossbow still, or did I waste? No, my... you
2: used your spell as your action.
3: Okay, um, so I guess I'm done.
2: Yep. Okay. Uh, it is now. The Nimble Ninja's turn. The Nimble Ninja jumps. With Gordo having his back turned, the Nimble Ninja instead decides to run. He runs along the wall and sprints directly towards Vinny, who's on the right side of the doorframe. And he runs fast. He gathers speed, runs runs up along the wall, runs back down the wall, gathering more speed along there, and takes a huge swing at Vinny's neck because Vinny is still kind of groggy from the sling that he took. I don't like this. As he takes the huge swing, he comes down with the knife, and just before he's about to hit Vinny in the neck, he hits the wall instead just by him. Vinny can feel the sparks of the dagger hitting the wall kind of shoot off and hit him in the neck. Uh, The ninja uh, lands. You can see a frown come across his face. And he's in a, uh, again, the same like sort of three-point stance, ready to pounce, ready to move, uh, next to Vinny. It is now Vinny's turn.
1: I'm going to move away from the ninja towards Gordo. Can I cast Focus? Or, I'm sorry, can I cast Bless on Gordo?
2: Sure. So uh, where do you want to move? You want to move towards Gordo?
1: Yeah, towards Gordo. Uh, also, um, does Guidance work in combat at all? Or
2: Sure, but you're doing less ability checks and more, like, hit hit checks and stuff like that now
1: right i see yeah that's right guidance is is ability oriented okay mm-hmm. so yeah i'm gonna cast bless on gordo okay. do
2: you want to move first or Do you want to cast first
1: i think i would prefer to move first and and just so i understand the space right uh mm-hmm. if i move towards gordo i am moving away from the ninja
2: you're moving away from the ninja. The ninja is went along the wall, so you you walked into the door. You went to the right of the door. Trice went to the left of the door. Mm-hmm, right. The ninja ran around the wall on the right hand side, or your right hand side, and attacked mm-hmm. you. So now the ninja is sort of in the uh, right lower right hand corner of the room. You are a little bit to his left, and Gordo is in the upper right hand corner of the room. Right. So um, you want to run towards Gordo, up towards Gordo.
1: Yeah, run up towards Gordo and then cast Fo- uh, bless on Gordo.
2: Okay. Uh, Vinny, uh, sensing danger from the sparks, begins to run out of the way. Again, a smile spreads across the ninja's face, as he rolls and attacks and slashes at Vinny's ankles as he, uh, tries to get out of his space. His slash, the slash hits, uh, oh, no. clips Vinny's calf muscle, mm-hmm. but doesn't get any sort of tendons or anything like that. Vinny takes... four damage. Oof. Oof. Yep. Okay, but, uh, is able to hobble his way over towards Godo, and he casts Bless on Gordo. S- uh, successfully his Bless on Gordo. Gordo feels, within his bloodlust rage, he feels his muscles just get a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, and he's like, this is it. This is it. This is the feeling I need. This is how I beat the last guy. Now it is the ninja in the corner, uh, loads up a sling again, and fires it at Trice. Ninja in the corner! Uh, Ninja in the corner! The sling... Nobody no puts in Then the, uh, the sling fires. It rockets towards Trice and it hits him directly in the bridge of the nose, crashing, uh, cracking his nose. Trice puts his hands up to his nose as he's bleeding and goes, No, not my face, not my face. <laughs> and uh, as blood's spurting out of his nose, he takes two damage. But he, because of the, uh, the impact, he's completely groggy and he's blinded because he's, his w- eyes are welling up with tears because they hit to the nose. Uh, it, it's dude. Gordo's turn.
1: Gordo, you should deal with the small, the poda ninja.
2: Who's I'm, I'm going to punch the closest ninja as hard as I can. going to punch the closest ninja as hard as you can. Yeah. Okay, so they're pretty much equidistant. You are in the upper... It's, a, it's kind of a square room. Uh, you are in the upper right-hand corner. One ninja is in the... The sling ninja is in the upper left-hand. The nimble ninja is in the lower right-hand. Which one's the one that hit me?
0: The nimble one, right? The nimble one
2: is in the lower right-hand, yeah, the one that got yeah. you with Vinny. Yeah. Right. He's I'm gonna, too
0: nimble. Hit I'm gonna punch one. the shit out of that
2: guy. All right. <laughs> Gordo knocks his two boxing fists, boxing gloves together, and runs again, charging up with his blessing and with his uh, boxing <laughs> skills and with his bloodlust descending. He decides Doesn't, to. Is, he's still enraged. He's still enraged. Oh yeah. Enraged, yeah. blessed. Yeah, everything. he's enraged and blessed. So he comes and he comes swinging and he's ready to give him the old business. <laughs> And as he runs down, he's giving him, and he, he comes to the nimble ninja, and he fakes with the right, and he sees that the ninja's going to roll. And the ninja rolls, and he swings down with his left to break the ninja's face. But the ninja, again, for the briefest second, a smile crosses his face, and he rolls backwards, and he's in the prone position again, and as he rolls backwards, he pounces up into the air, leaping down with both daggers, going directly for Gordo's forehead. As he pounds down with both daggers going into Gordo's forehead, Gordo again, because of uh, because of his blessing, because of his uh, the the blessing is the only thing that saves him. He has this sixth sense that he backs his head up, and then daggers come straight down, and all they do is slash his forehead a little bit instead of embedding themselves in his skull. The ninja lands again in the three point stance, but this time a look of surprise is on the ninja's face. You could tell he really thought that was the last last blow.
0: Uh, Gordo because he's enraged
2: to effing kill that guy (laughs) all right so So Gordo being being blessed and enraged gets a second attack a reaction attack against the ninja what kind of attack would you like to do Gordo? I would like what kind of punch?
0: I want to go with an uppercut I want to hit him so hard
2: that he becomes airborne okay so again Swinging his arm like in the cartoons, he readies an uppercut. He seizes opportunity and attacks. He has advantage on the ninja because he was surprised he didn't kill him. And he hits the ninja square in the chin. He cracks him He goes down. He goes down so low that his elbow touches the ground. And he uppercuts the ninja in the chin. You can feel a... Satisfying sensation Sure just you contact, can Contact Yeah basically <laughs> Contact chin. As he's flying up in the air <laughs> Gordo yells Sure you can <laughs> <laughs> And the, uh, the The ninja goes Flying into the air He's careening backwards uh, In midair. His head Just barely avoids The ceiling of the room And he starts to fall backwards Towards the ground Right before he hits the ground though He does a flip And lands on his knees Rather than on his back that was so satisfying. <laughs> okay, the ninja's the ninja is clearly groggy and punch drunk and is he's in his three-point stance again, but he's sort of swaying back and forth in his three-point stance.
0: Guys, I'm here. We can get started. <laughs> <laughs> ben, you
2: suck. Marcus is upset with you. Alright, it is Trice's turn. Remember, Trice is blinded because he's uh, got tears in his eyes and blood streaming down his nose.
3: Okay, so I just shout insults at I, I guess both of them.
2: You can only I pick, one.
3: I ha, you oh, can pick one. But I can't see, so... You can shout insults in the general direction. Okay, I shout insults in the general direction of...
1: The sling one. The, the sling one.
3: Well, I was going to... No, I'm going to shout it at the in the general direction of the uh, of the like stunned one.
2: Okay, remember, though... Oh, wait, no, because no, he's, he's groggy. Blind. A lot of things have happened since you were blinded, so you didn't see all this stuff happen with a stunned one. Like, you didn't see Gordo uppercut the stunned one or anything like that. You could have yeah. heard it, maybe, but that's a little bit tougher. Uh, so? So, like, you, you have much less awareness as to the location of the stunned one than you do the sling one, because the sling one's just throwing slings and not moving.
3: Okay, fair enough. Uh, then, yeah, I will shout the insults at the, at the sling okay.
2: one. Calling him so, uh, Trice, with his nose bleeding and his eyes uh, watering, begins to shout the most heinous insults at the uh, little ninja in the corner, saying things about his mother, about his sister, about his favorite dog, all the terrible things. Your dick ain't shit. And the ninja is not affected. He's been training, he's been meditating, he has no, it has no effect on him. (laughs) Trice is simply just there, kind of crying a little bit. Would you like to move or anything, Trice? Uh, I mean, it doesn't sound like moving would do me any good. Uh, you can, um, hide behind Vinny, you can go out the door so you don't get hit again.
1: Hide <laughs> behind Vinny? Maybe Gordo. Gordo's
2: there. You, you could try running and hiding behind Gordo. Remember again that you're sort of, like, stumbling through tears. Well, what, wait, so what is, where is everybody now? like, in okay, relation to so me? In the or room. The geography, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, in the room, there's the door that you both, uh, you all three of you entered into. Gordo's in the middle of the room because he just uppercutted that ninja. And the ninja is in the upper part of the room now, the the farthest up top of the room. The sling guy is still in the upper left corner of the square. And you and Vinny are still standing. You are just directly to the left of the door. Vinny uh, is just a little bit past uh, the right of the door because he got his uh, calf cut.
3: Okay, so I stumbled to the right a little bit.
2: Okay, you stumbled towards the right, towards where you heard your friends were coming from a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. It is now... Nimble Ninja's turn. The Nimble Ninja, being incredibly uh, groggy in his point stance, realizes that he needs to take a respite. He needs to get his head back. He needs to, like, stop hearing the ringing in his ears and stop feeling the blood flowing in his mouth. So he begins to try to retreat. He throws down a smoke bomb. (laughs) And the smoke bomb blows up in his hand. (laughs) <laughs> Stunning him even further. Now he has smoke in his face and he's stumbling groggily backwards <laughs> And because he's stumbling groggy backwards, again, the boxing instinct kicks in and Gordo gets an opportunity attack on him oh, Gordo, okay. what he would you like to touch do to this in guy who's, been, who's now stumbling backwards, both concussed and also got smoke in his lungs and facing uh, them
0: Okay, I would like to outstretch both my arms in either direction and swing them both in and squash his head like Gordo, a tomato, Gordo, a minor
1: arms. suggestion, minor suggestion what? No. Throw him at the other ninja.
2: <laughs> no. no. Head Fine. squashing. All right. Gordo <laughs> rips both of his arms backwards. And again, because all he has a pair of pants on, you see the rippling muscles on Gordo's back <laughs> as he uh, is ready, he's cranking them back. It's almost like a ratchet effect. You can see he goes farther back than most people could ever possibly move their arms. His shoulder blades touching each other as he ratchets back his arms and boom, like lightning quick. Like a mantis shrimp, brings me together to try and. I would like to be mantis
0: shrimp, like in all my actions.
2: (laughs) So, because the uh, the um, because Gordo is enraged, because he's blessed, and because the ninja is uh, stumbling from concussions and everything, Gordo has double advantage. So I'm gonna roll three times. The highest rolled wins. <laughs> I rolled nine seven seven. <laughs> uh. Gordo, he just ratchets back too far, and the ninja just again his ninja instincts kick in, and he just sort of drops to the ground. So he's prone now, but he drops to the ground, and Gordo smashes his two po- boxing gloves together. There is an audible pop sound as the all the air from the boxing gloves just whooshes out all at the same time. Gordo is incredibly enraged now that he has <laughs> become to the point where he is not thinking about his safety, not thinking about tactics, he just wants to hit. Wait, that's a new state? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sounds like the Gordo, I know.
2: <laughs> Alright, it is um, the Sling Ninja all this while is loading up his sling and fires it again right at Trice's face. Stop catching rocks to the face. The stone, com- again, comes and cracks Trice this time and hits him in the knee, sort of injuring him and making him hobble for a second, taking three damage. And Trice is starting to really feel it. He- the knee, the face, everything, he's starting to get a little woozy. Things are starting to uh, not look as good. Trice, you have now eight hit points left. Okay. okay. So he's starting to feel a little woozy as he stumbles towards his friends. Uh, and then the, um, the ninja puts another rock in his sling and starts loading up again. It is now Gordo's turn. So Gordo, I, you have a prone ninja directly in front of you. I want to step on his face. You're not going to punch. You're going to stomp. All right. Interesting. <laughs> Mixing is, it a change up. change of tactics. Yeah, a change of tactics defying all logic. <laughs> attacks the prone. Again, he has advantage because the ninja is prone, although not that much because he's a ninja, of course. But he's still feeling the ringing, still feeling the smoke. He decides to fake a punch and stomp instead, <laughs> going for the dirty tactics from the streets that he learned. <laughs> <laughs> and he hits. He stomps that little ninja's head into the ground. Again, he feels sort of like a deflated soccer ball when he stomps down, like the, the face just <laughs> kind of like squeezes in a little bit. Oh. And yeah, as he sets, stomps, he keeps his foot on there and presses down. And as he presses down, he presses harder and harder and harder, and as his knee is on the ninja's head, he takes both of his hands, and he delivers a hammer blow to his own knee, Ugh, sliding <laughs> his foot down, and smashing the ninja's face into the ground, turning it into a bloody, pulpy mess. He, is, so he yeah, punch. His head.
3: He punched yeah. the, the ninja through his own foot.
2: He punched yes. the ninja through his foot, yes.
0: Yeah, smirk about that.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly, and, uh, uh Gordo delivers a witty line smirk about that after he <laughs> smashes this ninja's face in. So, the ninja seeing that the nimble one had died horribly begins to panic and he stops loading his sling and he makes his eyes sort of looking at the candelabra and the chests and the drawers underneath of it. This sort of little shrine looking area underneath of the candelabra and he immediately starts to sprint towards that area. Uh it is Trice's turn. Debate how much does healing words do? Is it even worth it? Uh one d four, plus your plus your charisma, which is three, so seven. But also, you have thunder wave, which will knock somebody over. Yeah, but we've I only think got now one is thought, uh,
1: now is the time to thunderwave. If yeah, there
3: was ever a time yeah, to thunderwave, yeah,
0: we don't want him to escape. We want. Yeah.
3: So wait, what's what what's the situation with that guy? Because so he's running, he's
2: running towards the candelabra and sort of the little like chests and stuff near it. Okay, because I can only. Cast
3: Thunderwave if the guy's right by me. Yeah,
2: no, no, it's within Four fifteen feet. Q-
3: oh, it's within fifteen feet. What is, so, what is the cube God. formation that I must be a part of?
2: Uh, Thunderwave hits in a cube formation, uh, uh, anywhere, in, anywhere, fifteen feet around. So, you could be at the center of that cube, and then it's sort of like a radius of, uh, you know, like five feet around you. Or you can be like at the back of the cube, and it shoots fifteen feet ahead of you, which is easily enough range to hit the uh, the ninja.
3: Okay, um,
2: I guess then I will use uh, Thunderwave on the ninja. Trice, so angry and so upset that he's like, fuck it, that's my nose, man. I'm, I'm the face of this franchise. I need to be out there in the media. I can't believe he fucked up my nose. I can't believe he fucked up my nose. I can't believe he fucked up my nose. He begins to <laughs> channel his anger, and he just starts to breathe heavily, and then you just see him begin to... <laughs> he channels and you begin to see this sort of air the air gets a little wet and a little bit sort of like hot <laughs> around him it gets humid and hot around him and all of a sudden he just releases an incredible boom out of his body and the boom goes forward and it it hits everything around him Gordo stands tall hell yeah I do. Vinny is pushed back, but it, he's, defi- he's not uh, falling over. And the, uh, the ninja running for the uh, cabinet. <laughs> the ninja running for the cabinet gets blown off of his feet and rocketed into the far wall. You can see his head and body smash up against the wall, swapping, uh, knocking against it. He falls down to his knees groggy with his hand on the ground. Not only that, the candelabra lights blow out. The, uh, the chest of drawers gets exploded by the force of this thunder wave. And tons of money just goes flying into the air. It is a rain of money in the air. It's almost so much money that it's like distracting how much money is flying around in the air. There's shimmering uh, gold from the coins. There's silver. There's bills flying everywhere. And uh, the ninja is on the ground, groggy. It is now Vinny's turn.
0: Uh, Dog Dogpile.
2: The ninja is very clearly uh, like his bones are cracked. He is on the ground barely up.
0: I'm
1: gonna cast Cure Wounds on Trice.
2: Okay. You begin to chant and you cast uh, Vinny walks over to Trice and touches him uh, on his face to cure his wounds. He's like, you're right, you are the franchise. We can't have you looking ugly. Yeah, exactly. And he casts it And he heals for 10. He heals him for 10. So Vinny is completely healed. Back to full health. Trice, you mean? I'm sorry, yeah. Trice is uh, fully healed. Back to full health. The ninja is groggy on the ground. Vinny has healed Trice uh, immaculately. That's why he's the best cut man in the business. Hell yeah. And so Trice's face is completely fine. He's looking as beautiful as he ever has. And it is now Gordo's turn. Okay, so he's
0: backed up against the far he's, wall, he's, right? he's
2: pinned up against the wall, or the ropes, as you think of it in your mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the ropes. What is the biggest, heaviest thing near me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is an enormous mahogany chest that you can pick up. I would like to drop that on him. All right. Gordo attempts to drop the mahogany chest on the head of the little halfling ninja. Why is it always their head? Gordo or, uh, attempts to drop the mahogany chest on the general mass of this halfling ninja who is struggling to breathe and clearly has broken legs and arms from the massive thunder wave that was shot at him. Yes. Given the fact that he has advantage, I'll roll that again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. He drops it directly onto the ninja, crushing his chest. You hear... So Wait, last... crushing
3: the chest or the chest of the ninja?
2: Oh, yeah, which oh, chest? Crushing both. <laughs> <laughs> the chest and his chest. <laughs> yeah, crushing the chest of the ninja. All chests. Uh, like, and you just hear cracking that you thought was the chest breaking, but the chest is not broken. So <laughs> the mahogany chest is not broken. The ninja's chest is just a disgusting mess. You hear him gasp. It's not broken. You hear him gasp and sputter and die. Yes. Yeah. Uh, looking around, you see that there is just more money than you could possibly have. And, uh, what would you like to do?
0: I would like to take off my boxing gloves and fill them with gold coins. Okay.
2: (laughs) Gordo (laughs) takes off his boxing gloves and fills them with gold coins.
1: I say we we pocket a whole bunch of money and then we tell the townsfolk that their money's down here. So we we get a good amount of money. We still do the right thing. We don't take it
0: all. Let's just take the money.
1: No, no, we can't take all this money. I
0: intimidate the cleric. <laughs> Why can't we take all this money? Oh, no. I try to convince, to, I try to convince. Gordo
2: tries to intimidate Vinny and rolls a natural one.
1: <laughs> Therefore, Gordo is
0: convinced
2: Gordo that is I am Gordo is still right. in a rage, so he takes a swing at Vinny's no! face. <laughs> no! Oh, to, no! I try to convince
1: Vinny it's, to see the light. It's too late. It's too it, it, I'm, I'm dead. dead. Gordo has killed me.
2: Bordo connects with sickening force. His gloves are filled with gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hits him so hard on the left of his jaw that his jaw detaches and flies <laughs> off of his face, hitting up against the wall oh. and falling down. Vinny Im- eyes, Vinny's eyes immediately roll in the back of his head and he falls down completely. <laughs> With that, Trice, uh, uh, Gordo looks down and says, not again, not again, I can't go back, I can't go back. So he takes another swing at Trice, the only other witness. <laughs> <laughs> and he connects! <laughs> I <was at> <laughs> All right, he connects with Trice and uppercuts him so hard that Trice flies upwards and cracks his head on the ceiling, uh-huh. immediately killing him. Oh... Gordo uh, looks at the dead bodies of his friends, (laughs) contemplates what he's done.
3: (laughs) Punches himself in the head.
2: (laughs) Takes a
0: swing at his own face. Uppercuts himself to
2: death. (laughs) uh, Oh God, I rolled a 20. (laughs) How is this happening? He connects with his own face so hard that he hits himself in the face falls backwards onto the mahogany chest and million-dollar babies himself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he is now oh, paralyzed no. from the head down, from the neck down. Uh,
1: so we are continuing with our tradition of Chelsea role-playing everyone ending the with end. all of us dead. Leave <laughs> that happen. So thank you very much, Steve, for your fir- sharing right. your first ever... Dungeons and Dragons adventure with us. I think it was a great adventure. I think we give Steve a round of applause. <laughs> yeah,
2: that <laughs> was a lot That of fun. was like like that was literally like a fourth of what I had planned.
1: Yeah, that's how it always goes though. Yeah, we'll, we'll do more. We'll do more some other time for sure. So yeah, we uh, unfortunately we've run out of time, uh, thankfully since we are all dead. So I want to give you guys a quick opportunity to uh, make any shout-outs and to let people know where they can find you online. Let's start with Marcus on that one
0: uh you can find me at marcus t wallace on twitter
2: i say stuff mostly about magic
1: cool uh what about you steve any place we can find you
2: uh no not really but i will give a shout out to the fifth edition of dungeons and dragons it's pretty fun
1: cool. uh yeah. tall any uh, anything you want to plug while while we got you here
3: uh, i guess you can find uh all my stuff at uh, t- uh tall.by
1: Cool. Uh, as always, you can find this podcast online at tisbycast.com. That's T I S B for This is Serious Business. You can find me on Twitter at tisbyjeff. There are also links to our excellent Tumblr, our Facebook, our MySpace, or whatever the hell else we have. And as always, I have absolutely no idea whatsoever how to end Excelsior. this
0: Excelsior! Excelsior!
1: Do you have any Cheetos?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any-
2: I want to screw the magic missile.
0: Did you just Uh,
3: roll
2: to see if there was Cheetos? I did. I rolled (laughs) to see if there was Cheetos. There was not. Are there any girls there? Uh, Thanks for playing, guys. That was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I I really like that.
1: This is serious business.
3: I changed the
1: color of my eyes. (laughs)